0: You've waited all week. Every week, we continue to learn how to achieve a better back and ultimately better health. Live in the WIKB studios, this is Dr. Larry. Well, thank you for the Flex Capacitor, Adam. Good morning again, everybody. Okay, let's get it started. Well, as you know, every show builds on the next. Every week, we continue to learn how to achieve a better back and ultimately better health. Now, Casey, if you missed it, last week, we talked about it was an important week to be tuned in because we learned and defined about if cancer could talk, what would it say? Because let's face it, it disguises itself in many ways. So here it is again. If cancer could talk, what would it say? What's its body language? Well, it disguises itself and speaks many foreign languages and some we've never heard before. But listen in English to how it spoke in this case and how I was able to interpret it. A retired local lady from the county during the beginning of the pandemic checked herself into my office with left lower rib pain. She had been cutting firewood for a while and noticed some discomfort. She initially had called her primary care provider who did a telemedicine visit with her because, as you recall, all non-essential visits were not allowed, meaning you couldn't see your doctor if it wasn't an emergency. So during the teleconference visit, he said it sounded like a rib was, quote, out. So she decided to come see me to have her rib put back in. On examination, I noticed the rib had a funny feel to it, kind of an extra sloppy play and a bit of a grinding noise. I did some other routine checks and also did something uh, I usually don't do, nor would you normally expect a chiropractor to do. I used a stethoscope to listen to her lungs. In addition to the awkward rib play, on the lower left lobe of the lung, I heard this. A bit of a snore a gurgle, a rattle, and a bit of a wheeze. So at that point, I recommended no adjustment and instructed her to call back her primary care doctor with the information we had had. So my usual MO is to build this case and leave a few cliffhangers for you and give the answer at the end because that's how it happens in real life. However, I wanted to cue everyone up to what was going on right away in this case, so maybe, hopefully, you could tune into some key elements to this cancer case. In other words, the language the cancer was using to describe itself to both the patient and myself to help you pick up on the unwritten language. Now of course, it doesn't just come out and say, hey, it's me. I'm here. I'm cancer in the spot. But there are some indicators that differ in let's say just an average sore rib or sore bone, which is something very common, and in fact, I see probably five or six times just in. single week. The other thing I want to draw your attention to and purely a side note, but it's worth to stick it in at this point in time, which is the case scenario occurred during the initial lockdown during the start of the pandemic. Now, John Hopkins University just released the largest meta-analysis of the lockdowns and found that there was no significant improvement in reducing mortality during shutdowns and lockdowns. What this also did was delay care for many, and in many cases like this, had I not been able to see the lady, her only symptom was rib pain. She had no clue what lurking and most likely care would have been delayed to the point where eventually it could have turned into an emergency situation like her lungs filling up with fluid with the cancer or compression fractures in the spine and by then most likely it would have been too far along. So back to our cancer case. Listen to the language. So she called back her regular doc with the information we had and they ordered the chest film and again as things pop up in my brain this is where coordination of care worked beautifully. I ran into a situation yesterday morning uh, let's just say that the, the care provider wasn't being as cooperative in a certain case. But this is a, where teams are working together and doctors are working together to get things done for the patient. They called her back with the results, pneumonia. So she came back in to see me and let me know that she had a pneumonia. They gave her antibiotics, but her rib still hurt and was hoping I could fix it. Now, at that point, I could have gone with the diagnosis and adjusted the rib, right? Wrong. I'm a skeptic so i appreciated the information and told her that the x-rays are useful but they don't tell the whole picture it's best if we do this first and what i did next is what finally revealed the body language of the cancer loud and clear i re-examined the entire rib and lung again i listened to the language and spoke exactly as it did before once again the rib had a grinding noise to it the lungs a bit of a snore a gurgle, a rattle, and a bit of a wheeze. In addition, I had her turn her left side, then onto her right side, then back and face up. And she had fairly extreme pain in that rib area with every move, but went away when we stopped. So I told her pneumonia doesn't make a rib talk like this. Call them back, tell them what I said and take it further. So she did, they did, and that's when they found it. Cancer in the rib, which caused a rib fracture, Cancer also in her spine, lungs, and I believe the brain as well. She opted for treatment over the many months and is still living today, although not comfortably, but still living. And here's the final point on this case Cancer talks, and sometimes it says a lot or a little. It disguises itself and speaks many foreign languages, and some we've never heard before. But try to listen to the English or whatever native tongue you speak to see what your pain is and how it speaks to you. And most of the time, it's not cancer at all, but it's something that the pain has language, and if you interpret it and can figure out what it is and what to do about it. Now, beyond that, in addition to the rib bit, last week, we learned a simple self-check for a tension headache. It was another chiropractic cool tool. You can call my office for a freebie reminder just in case you're need of a retip or a tip up. And so that was last week. Hi-ya! Now, today, we'll forget that monologue for a moment and keep remembering those mandatory communication skills all doctors must have, which are inquisitive listening and staying positive. Again, it often means the difference between sick and well. You're throwing me off, man. You're throwing me
1: off. Usually, there's a little break and I can jump in there. Yeah, I took it out. You took it out? Yeah. You, it know what, you know what I was going <clears> to <throat> use today? What? I was going to say, I just realized who you reminded me in, in those glasses. Here we go. Jeff Goldblum. <laughs>
0: <laughs> My kids just fell off the table right now, laughing. Yeah, I, I go. I, I actually went out when I got glasses last year. I w- I want Jeff Goldblum glasses. Did you really? I did. <laughs> yep. And you should say, I almost, I got another pair. I'll wear them next week. They're, <laughs> they're more gold blue mission than this. Love it. Yeah. I saw them and I was like, dude, those are sweet glasses. Yeah. <laughs> the next pair is a little heavier, so I can't wear them all the time. But yeah. Um, also. Yeah. It's, I took it out because I, I was kind of fading it away yeah, from the we series it's the, faded away. Yeah, sure. yeah. 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 Sure. So you get why I did that. Yeah. Also, it's the second month of the year. So let's keep our wrists in gear. You're going to like this one. Cause you know what it is, Adam. Uh, in our tip and trick segment today, we're going to learn a simple self check for carpal tunnel. And of course you simply Adam are calling it out right from in the broadcast booth while we crank up the tunes and i hit the center stage for the demo however before all that in order to have good health you don't need a lot of wealth so let's flex our forebrain and put some knowledge to the game because today day day we're going to talk about hit it pearl crystal chiropractic brings you another segment of did you know with dr larry the dangers of extreme dieting listen up A middle-aged local lady checked herself into my office last year with excruciating back pain. She worked at a bar type restaurant and had been going about her normal business but lifted something heavy like a case of beer which caused her back to buckle and sneer. She called and came into my office on an emergency basis and was referred by a close acquaintance. As it goes uh, with the most of us, she had a couple of concerns. What happened? Can it be fixed? Overall, how soon could she get back to work? She had bills to pay and couldn't be off long. Yet her job was, of course, very physically demanding. There was no light duty and her condition. There was no way she could work at this point in time. Now, so as most of you know by now, I did the right routine. I I got the history peppered her with some questions on the who's it's and what's it's then the exam I did what I did I did it a good examination and during the routine screen something popped up that she said which makes me think a little ahead so Adam little side point here <clears throat> I don't know I tend to focus on this very basic concept history and exam but it is important and I've noticed it's a bit of a lost art out there in the general theme of how things go yeah uh, the nice part about it is is uh, owning my own office being independent I can take whatever necessary time some course time that does put me back off the schedule a little bit but it's important and these are some of the reasons why also um i know i gave a lead in on the dangers of extreme dieting and yet nothing gives us any indicator of what this is in the case just sounds like a typical back case right so she was working at a bar restaurant lifted something hurt her back which was awful she was crying and on again off again in an extreme pain but with a back and that's kind of par for the course. So again, how does this translate and how does this tie into uh, extreme dieting? Uh, what does this have to do with you and what does it have to do even with me and the dangers of dieting or extreme dieting? Uh, after a few more questions, I came to find out that she had a bigger problem than the acute back. It was an unknown. She was on a one-way track to a possible, possible organ problem and what you will want to find out and hear the cure when we get back from the break. However, first, let's open up the phone lines. If you've got a question, if you're having a pain or problem, if you need something to explain, I'm here to help. I'm going to jump into the phone calls a little quicker here. And then on the back end of this, this one's a little bit longer. And Adam, you give him the phone number and we'll take a quick break and come right back and uh, get to your phone calls and finish up this uh, dangers of dieting. Dangers of dieting. Case. Yeah, you're going to okay. want to hear this one.
1: Okay, folks, give a call in 906-265-9622. Now for whoever was on hold, Give a call back because what it does is if, if it, I think how this system works is if it waits for 10 minutes or longer, yeah. it cuts it off and then you got a call back. So, yep. whoever was in hold right now, give a call back because I know you're probably listening. 906 265 9622 is the number here at the studio. If you got a question for Dr. Larry, calling in it doesn't even have to be on what we're talking about today. You got a question, calling in and Dr. Larry can hopefully give you an answer. Yes, yes, nine times, nine point nine 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 times out of ten, you can give an answer. Yep. 99. nine. nine. Uh, all right, folks. Like I said, now's the time to call in. 906-265-9622. T.T. will be right back. Dr. Larry, Larry. will be back, back in a moment. Wild River's Realty. Your northern real
2: estate connection.
1: During our ever-changing times, one thing remains a constant, real estate. Whether you're looking for your forever home, recreational property, vacant land, income property or any of our amazing waterfront properties, Wild Rivers Realty and Associates are here to help you. Licensed in both Michigan and Wisconsin and bringing buyers and sellers together has been Wild Rivers Realty's specialty. Our team approach and top producing status confirms that. More offices, more agents, more sales. So if you're looking for any of our Northern Real Estate connections, give us a call or find us on the web at wildriversrealty.com.
2: My name is Carly DeVette and I'm the district forester for the Iron Conservation District. My position at the Iron Conservation District is grant funded through the state of Michigan to help private landowners with their forest land. My services are free and there is no obligation. I can walk your land with or without you and answer any questions you have about your land, tell you about the programs that are available for private landowners to enhance your land, tell you about tax incentives that could save you money and about invasive species if you have them and what you can do about them. Give me a call on my cell at 906-236-5108 or at the Iron Barrier Conservation District Office at 906-875-3765. Thank you. Hope to see you in your land soon.
1: Eagle River. Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram dealership. 1030 East Wall Street in Eagle River, Wisconsin. Shop from home at EagleRiverDodge.com or call 715-479-4726. Coming for the President's Day sales event to get great deals on your new Ram or Jeep. Check out the great cash rebates and special financing offers as well. Best price, best selection, no exception. Eagle River Dodge, home of the lifetime warranty. Time to get cracking once again With Dr. Larry Coming to a theater
0: near you Dr. Larry (laughs) Sounds like an opera Welcome back. If you're just tuning in, we are talking about the dangers of extreme dieting. And a quick review: if you're just tuning in, a middle-aged local lady checked herself into my office last year with excruciating back pain. She worked at a bar-type restaurant, had been going about her normal business, but lifted something heavy like a case of beer, which caused her back to buckle and sneer. She called and came into my office on an emergency basis and was referred by a close acquaintance. And as it goes with most of us, she had a couple of concerns: what was going on, how could I fix it, and uh, when she could get back to work. But she was in a debilitated state and uh, she was hurting and there was no way she could work at this point in time. So I did the history, peppered her with questions, I did the exam on uh, what uh, you know could be going wrong and during the normal routine screening process, something popped up that she said which made me think a little ahead. She told me before she came into my office, she went to her regular doctor. They mm-hmm. gave her the usual gamut of pills, muscle relaxants, NSAIDs and something for pain. In addition, they pulled some labs and one lab was heading off the chart. Now they hadn't synced it together that it had related with her uh, actual, what she was doing but uh, ultimately when they pulled the labs and this is kind of why an interesting case, um, why it was very important to pull labs on this situation now, again, um, thankfully she didn't bring labs in me but she told me what the numbers were and and uh, I will get to what the lab was that was skyrocketing when we get after this phone call. So let's open up the phone lines. we got one, somebody on line, and we'll handle your question. Telephone time. You're on the air. Do you got a question for Dr. Larry? Dr. Larry.
1: I sure do. Morning. Morning. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. First,
0: time, first time caller.
1: A uh, long-time listener. I've always wanted to say that. Thank you. Thank you, thank You're me. breaking up. We can barely hear you. Can
0: barely hear you. Yeah. I was going through
1: yeah. the hills and crystals. Is it any better? Are you at the uh, Fortune Drop? Fortune uh, you're at the fortune, fortune Lake fortune area. Lake area. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's okay. Hey, it's okay. Give us a holler as soon as you pass it.
1: Yeah, I'll call back
0: in, in three minutes. Okay, yes, so no problem. Good. Okay, yeah. And I'm I, sorry. I got juicy stuff to get to, so I, I got I got uh, I got time for you. Okay, so um, what We was, knew exactly where he was. Oh, that's the best part about you know local. You're like, oh, we at the Fortune. Yeah, you're drop. right. Do at yep. the Fortune Lake area? Um, okay, uh, so it was creatine kinase I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly Um, I just call it the creatine lab Uh, it was skyrocketing so what is the creatine kinase test the test measures the amount of creatine in the blood Uh, it is a type of protein known as an enzyme it's mostly found in your skeletal muscles check and heart which that's why it can get serious quick with the lesser amounts in the brain skeletal muscles are the muscles attached to your skeleton of course they work with your bones to help move and give you uh, body power and strength heart muscles pump the blood that's uh, the basics so a small amount of creatine in the blood totally normal higher amounts can mean a health problem and depending on the type of the level found it can mean you have damage or disease of the skeletal muscles heart and brain so she said uh she told her doctor to, um he or he told her to come back in a few days if she wasn't feeling better because of her labs if they kept climbing she was at high risk for uh kidney failure or kidney problems so at this point her meds weren't helping. She had an unusual uh, creatine lab, but was hoping I could at least adjust her and get her back on track again. But I didn't because of what she told me when I was taking her history. She had let me know this. She had let me know she had dropped a substantial amount of weight over the last six months or so. I don't remember the exact amount, but let's say 60 pounds. It was a lot. Yeah. She was feeling great up until the injury. And in between the tears, I asked her how she lost weight and her answer We'll get after the phone call. He called back.
1: <laughs> nice hanger. TT, you're on the air.
2: Hey, I got a question for Dr. Larry there.
1: Yeah, what do we got?
2: Okay, I've been... Uh, the doctors are determined that I have cervical stenosis, and they want to do surgery big time. I want to underwent a bunch of testing. I did uh, MRIs because I can't get a CT scan done because I have shrapnel on my body. Um... My left hand and arm is just dead, numb, and tingly. And when I bend over, I can't hardly straighten back up because of pain in my lower right back. You know, I, I just want to know. You hope know, he thinks they're telling me the truth?
0: Yep. So the um, they they verified and confirmed that the uh, it's true stenosis. And could they attribute it and directly link it to um, the side that you're having the discomfort on? And also, did they run a nerve test?
2: They ran nerve tests on me. They did all kinds of stuff. They put dye in my back and did uh, MRIs and stuff. Okay. But I also type two diabetes. Got it. And my biggest question is can some of this be caused by diabetes, he doesn't know.
0: So they actually, they gave you, uh, well, let's go back to the nerve test. Did the nerve test correlate Definitively with the type of uh, pain and discomfort and problem you're having, and did it match? Yes, it did. Okay, and did it match what the imaging said? Both the advanced imaging, let's say the x ray and the CT scan, did it match?
2: Yes, I have uh, spurs in my upper neck and the vertebrae, they are pinched down, and they're on one side. He thinks they're just totally pretty much pinched shut. Got it. He told me one night I was going to turn over in bed use my neck and I'm probably going to wake up paralyzed from the
0: neck down. Okay. Now, did you or when you turn your head at various positions or if you hold it at various positions, can you reproduce the pain yourself um, pretty consistently? Meaning, can you... Absolutely. Okay. Turn my head to the
2: left and look up.
0: Okay. With a high degree of probability, and I'm almost talking 100%, You, it's probably the stenosis causing the problem and not the diabetic neuropathy that you have. Um, and, okay. and here's the deal. Um, what happens is, is, uh, and I just kind of ran into a case like this. And I guess I'll give you a bit of a spoiler because of your question, because it's fair. Uh, a guy from Chicago came in, and uh, they actually had him diagnosed as diabetic polyneuropathy, and his feet were slapping mm-hmm. against the ground. Okay, now. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I did was I examined him and I said, okay, here's the deal. Based on everything that I saw in the exam, there is no way this can be diabetic polyneuropathy. So I wrote a note to his doctors in Chicago and they ran a bunch of tests and he got me the results back and we found the smoking gun, which I will get to that because it's not necessarily stenosis, but it was another problem. I'll get to that at a later. Did you know? But my point is, is this, um, if you have a nice link and jigsaw puzzle match, and if you notice how I carried you through the questions, A- Your symptoms, B, uh, your imaging, which you had as far as nerve conduction tests, and I would have said that would an absolute you must have had that, you must should have that done. If you hadn't already, I would have recommended that before I gave you my opinion. You had that done. And your imaging and then I what I added to, and this is absolutely keen, I just talked to somebody about this yesterday, I added the patient quality and factor to it, meaning can you mechanically reproduce in a repetitious fashion the exact symptom? And your answer was yes, right?
2: Yes.
0: So Yep. So that means then it's a mechanical in nature and not a uh, physiologic problem, and so therefore it's most likely coming out of the uh, of the spine there. So my second kickback would be. Um, sounds like you got a good doc. Sounds like they're doing the right things. I could probably just beef it up a little bit and give you a firm underscore. Yes, it is coming. Now, um, my ol- my only pushback would be is the type of work they want to do to fix you. So I would, um, you know, and again, if, have you, you've obviously already seen the neurosurgeon, correct? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, he
2: brought his little skeleton thing in, showed what they're going to do. He showed me the metal plates they're going to put in. Yep, the screws, the video, you know. Yep, the whole line. Yards.
0: Okay. Um, and he told you, of course, all the risks and rewards with this type of surgery, correct? Yes, nope. yes he did. Yep, and there it are- kind of
2: worries me, but you know, you gotta get your quality of life back.
0: Absolutely, and I do just wanna let you know, and I would tell you this if you're sitting in my office, um, which you're in my virtual office right now too, is Mm -hmm. be clear and understand the risk reward ratio on this type of surgery with what you're getting done and also take and look at what the worst consequences and maybe the secondary worst consequences and see, can you live with that? Because here's the deal. I deal with a lot of failed back surgery cases in my office. It's it's a bit of a, it's it's just what happens. I'm a default because people go, I have nowhere else to go. I had back surgery, didn't work, what do I do? And one of the common themes was, and the questions that people tell me over the years is, had I known this could have been the consequence, I might have lived with my symptoms prior to the surgery. Now that sounds like yeah. I'm doing a hard sell not to do it. That's not what I'm doing. I'm just giving you a theater of the mind to put yourself through yeah. the scenario of what the consequences are. And at the end of it, if you're okay with the risk and reward, then obviously this is this type of procedure does work and it does help clear the nerve and it does get a quality of life back. So just I want to be kind of clear on that with you. And it, I'm, I'm sorry I'm sounding kind of a little bit like parent, parent parental. Okay. <laughs> you might even be a little older than me, but I'm just kind of doing it. You know, there's no age as far as when it comes to the office, I'm just giving you the, the professional opinion in that regard. So if you're okay with it, then it sounds like this is a perfect match as far as the surgery goes. The other thing I would do too, um, there's, a, there's actually a, a lot of good competent neuro and orthopedic spine surgeons around here. They do a good job. Um, yeah, this one's out of Marquette.
1: Okay. Yep, and uh, that's where I'm getting mine. Yep. I'm getting my actually a full hip replacement, so yep. it was a little scary. But same, same diff. I want to get back to. I yep. sick of limping around. You know.
0: Mm-hmm. And I don't want you to yeah. give. I don't want you to give the name out. Is it the young guy no, or is it the young guy or the old guy? Is young. Okay, all right. He's so go
2: get her. He sent me down and gave me my death speech. You know, and like you're talking, you might yeah. have a heart attack on the table. You might wake up paralyzed, blah, blah, blah. He went through all that. Uh,
0: okay, good. So, um, yep, and, and Marquette Crew is one of the crews that I use. And so I'm glad okay. you said Marquette, and that's good enough. And so you're going to be in overall good hands out there um, for the most okay. part. Uh, again, as I say that, I'm running through the list of people where there was a couple of problems. But, again, when it comes to surgery, it is what it is. But generally speaking, as far people say, well, you you know, how can I know um, is if this is going to be successful for me? And I answer yeah. it, and I've done a radio show on this a couple of times, is A, the pre-screening process, and are you a good candidate? You've, you made that check. B, are you going to a reputable clinic that has a high degree of consistency? Yes, they do, because mm-hmm. I see a lot of their work that comes into my office, and a lot of it has a high degree sure. of consistency, so you pass that check. And then three, are you healthy enough to do the surgery? And um, you've got to answer that question between your doc, and it sounds like you're good to go. So I would say if any symptoms are left over and, and because you're diabetic, um, your vast majority of your symptoms are most likely from the stenosis.
2: Well, he sent me to an endocrinologist and they've got my diabetes under control. They got me down to a 6.2 now. Okay. And he said, that's fine to go now.
0: Perfect. Yep. And, uh, as far as that goes, uh, I love the fact they sent you to an endocrinologist. I was just talking to a lady in the office yesterday. I had sent her to one. Uh, she had some various problems. I said, you need an endocrinologist. And, um, Mm -hmm. I spent about an hour and a half with her and he, he was able to figure out what was going on and um, they tend to do a really good job of sorting out some of the problems like you're talking about too. So again, uh, if you're having yes. you know, diabetic issues and yeah, you you know the visit and I'm sure um, you can you know underscore what I'm talking about too, but I, it seems like they really have uh, an edge on some of these like thyroid problems um, mm-hmm. and uh, diabetic problems. So if you haven't visited one, there there's actually some good ones around too. One guy that's in uh, Larium. Uh, he's uh, he's a good endocrinologist as well too. So it sounds like, so from a case perspective, um, I, I say it sounds like everything's moving in the right direction, and uh, I would say, okay. short of any surprises that we don't know, which sounds like there's not many, um, you're you're good to go.
2: Okay, one more quick question about it. Yep. Uh, they're they're going to go into through the front of my throat. You said it'd probably be around a two to three inch incision, and go around. He would work on the spine from the front. Do you see any problems with that kind of stuff?
0: No, it's better to go. He through does the, it, He doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> it's better to go through the front. He doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, this is fine. Um, no, there's uh, going through the front is correct and right and normal and good. Um, the only. Okay. Yep. And uh, the the other thing I would ask him, too, is uh, and this. I don't know if this will throw a curveball at him or not, but it's worth it. Um, ask him if uh, you would be or could have been a candidate for artificial disc replacement in the area okay okay
2: Okay.
0: now um just throw it at him. say hey what's the difference between uh what i'm getting and let's say an artificial disc replacement and am i a candidate and um you know if we haven't discussed it uh, do you mind just taking a few minutes discussing that with me um and that's just that last little swipe i know i'm sounding like i'm splitting hairs and it sounds like you know everything's Mm -hmm. gonna be fine but just throw that back at him and uh, see what his response is and then from there you can you know obviously decide if you need to take that further or not okay
2: well, oh, he's very patient, man. He'll answer any question I have for him. He's a very good doctor.
0: Excellent. Yep. And I pretty much okay. know, I know who you're talking about. So, uh, yep, ask okay. Ask him that question about artificial disc replacement and see what he says. Okay. Okay. I'll
2: do that. I'm going to see you Monday morning. Sounds good. Okay. Thank you very much.
0: You're welcome. Thanks for the call, too. Perfect. Excellent. Good job. Okay. Yep. Okay. Thank you. Yep. Bye. Okay, so what we'll do, and uh, and if you got, we got a few minutes left here. I'm going to wrap up the segment. If you got another ca- uh, caller question, by all means, hit the phone lines. We'll get to it. Well, and it was uh, uh, actually when he was talking
1: about that. Yep. I, I started thinking about this because you know I'm going to be gone for. Uh, and if people are just tuning in right now and they're just figuring this out, I'm going to be gone for basically a whole month.
0: Can I play sad music? <laughs> Can you please? All right, keep talking. Well, anyways, he was
1: talking about Marquette, and actually, that is—I will not say the name of the doctor, but uh, he's very competent. I really have a lot of faith in him, and uh, so he is going to be doing a full hip replacement on me, on my right hip, and uh, but he just like this this gentleman was talking about. It's just getting back to. You know, some semblance of normality when it comes to you know movement, yeah. and instead of you know limping around all the time, or I can't turn my neck, or wh- whatever it may be. Yeah, it's uh, it's that risk and reward factor. Oh yeah, that yeah. You Have to when are you gonna be gone?
0: Uh, well, you, it's I have to discuss this. Yeah, but no, no, no. no. It'll
1: be I mean, uh, it'll be. I have to uh, still have to call up to um, uh, Dickinson and ask them real quick when was the.
0: <laughs> keep going.
1: I have to ask when. When I had the uh <laughs> It's just totally throwing me off. When I had the uh Will it be two yeah, weeks? cortisone. Four weeks. Cortisone shot Six injection. Weeks? I had to I had to wait. And I have to wait. I have to wait and see when that will wear off and then i've got three I weeks listening because he better be ready to go then i've got three weeks out uh-huh. and then uh then i have to completely quit smoking yeah which is probably going to be the worst part no it's the best part i know it's the best part but it's going to be the most difficult <laughs> part yep. and then i've got uh, a full hip surgery and then and then after that it's going to be like it's going to be a whole month that I will be gone. Okay. It's gonna make me no. It's gonna make me sad. I'm not gonna be able to. And uh, well I ask why? Yeah. And well, they, w- uh, why can't I? And they said, well, it's because of the actual job that you do. It's because you are going to be in that specific seated position for three hours a day. Yep. That's <clears throat> a no-no.
0: Ask when if you can come in for an hour. Uh, well, <clears throat> I already
1: asked. I asked. <throat> I said, what? Uh, what am I gonna be able to do? Yep. Like you're gonna be out for a month. Mm-hmm. I said, okay. He's like, and then after that. Then you are going to be able to start to come back little by little, but only in, you know, like in spots, you know, yep. like you can do a three hour spot here, but you can, don't do it two days in a row, you know, just slowly get back. And then after that, you'll be able to good to go. Yeah, you'll be good to go. Mm-hmm. But he wants to make sure that everything Tight. Is, is, you know, tied up and everything is good and it's not going to move and it's not, you know, so. Yep. I'm gonna, but, to it, but it was a
0: little scary. It was a little, <clears> throat> little throat> scary talking. Excuse me. Yeah. I'm going to get a, uh, a sad melody going for that month, <laughs> And then we'll finish up with that when you're gone. Adam, Adam. All right. So what we'll do, uh, yeah, thanks for that. Uh, thanks for a little tidbit there. It's again, because, you know, obviously with the hip sure. replacement, you being gone. It's good. No, people want to know, too. People told me in the office, oh, I heard Adam's getting a hip replacement. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. So I so said he's pretty
1: upfront about his facts. So yeah. you, you'll pretty much know. I don't, all. I don't have, a lot of people are mm-hmm. very, very, which is, I think it's nice for people out there to hear because a lot of people are very, very they don't want to talk about their oh, yeah. medical ailments or their, you yep. know, which is, and I have no problem doing that. Yep. I'm very, <laughs> I'm not exactly an introvert.
0: Nope. So, <laughs> so, uh, so what we'll, let, we'll do is, yeah. And, you know, again, uh, overall, let uh, the, the, um, as far as getting it done, I mean, you're young, like the, the no smoking part. Oh God. Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. I've
1: already told a couple of people. I said, you know, Rawr. I hope that you can put up with me for about absolutely. And actually, <clears> both <throat> people said, and that's why you have your own place. There I you don't go. Have to put up with you, stick you in your apartment. <laughs> you go walk around your building inside, and
0: that's right. Get get your <laughs> yeah, yeah. You can't
1: ride your bike either.
0: Uh, no. Yep. Um so you'll I whenever do that voice it makes you think of my chaps. I've to put chapstick on. It's the yeah, I don't think you were smacking your lips too much this morning, too. I was <clears throat> listening with the headset on, so you did a good job, whoever complained about you smacking your lips when you talk. Um okay, let's go we'll go back, wrap this up too about the uh, the extreme dieting here too. Sure. again, thanks for the phone call. And we always have time for a couple of phone calls every single week. Um and uh I called the icing on the cake. The show is driven by the content um obviously uh the icing on the cake is a call in a perfect scenario like this is just kind of run through there're a lot of people that have that style question and uh again um the fellow that called in really appreciated it too and um watch out for the fortune lake drop with your cell phone it's one of those things. I know to call. I, know. I call my dad every Thursday morning on my way in mm-hmm. just to say hi and foreground sure. on the radio. And so I always have to wait till after, right? You know, but sometimes I forget. I'm like, oh, it's ah. the Fortune Lake drop. Yep. I forget more going towards Crystal than coming here.
1: It's like, but <clears> as <throat> soon as you hit, as soon as you hit the bridge at Fortune Lake and start to go up the hill, yeah. you're fine. I it's that, it's that area it's right so in the trees, right? In between yep. the Medicare and Fortune yep. Lake. It's that, that spot. It's
0: the quirk. Yep. Okay. So, um her answer. So what was she, she was feeling great. In between the tears, I asked her how she lost a weight. Her answer was keto diet. Keto. Oh, the keto diet. So I want to run this through because the light bulb came on. The keto diet's whole purpose is to lose weight. Bonus. It puts the body in a state of ketosis. Now, ketosis is a process that happens when your body doesn't have enough carbohydrates to burn for fuel. Instead, it burns fat. Bonus, makes things called ketones, which can be used for the fuel. Ketosis is a word you'll probably see in here when you're looking for information on diabetes and weight loss, uh, which our local lady did and got great results. However, it flipped on her and began to eat away at her muscles. Ooh. So unbeknownst to her, she was uh, not only losing weight, but losing muscle mass. And it came on the radar when she went to and uh, and went to lift and her back failed. So that's the first part of the case. The second part, which you'll want to hear, uh, and which was the cure not the 80s, man, is with my advice. It was about later on the week, Thursday or Friday, I don't remember exactly which, and I said, stop taking the medications. Your body can't handle them right now. Also, go to the grocery store and get some health, healthy salad with some light fruits and carbohydrates, some oatmeal. Don't go too crazy, but carb it up and here were the results the following monday she came in and this time looked a whole lot better in just four days the pain went away no medications she told me she went to the store got some of the things i told her to get and her favorite pasta she went a little overboard in the pasta but it's okay Eh, it's okay i know not a bad cure for a bad back that was so obscure and so for those who are dieting to lose weight that's great but watch out for the danger of extreme dieting states so that will wrap it up let's get to the tip and trick today uh you hit the center of the tunes i'll hit the center stage for the demo and what we'll do is a simple self-check for carpal tunnel you could almost do this yourself carpal tunnel
1: <laughs> enough with the sad okay, music
0: it's not our music
1: <laughs> oh, sorry i didn't scream <laughs> <laughs> okay all right where, where are we, we go you know uh, oh i know the motorcycles
0: yep oh no carpal tunnel sorry. oh we're doing
1: the carpal tunnel okay so basically, you take the backs of your hands and you yes. put them against each other in front of you. So you're almost making a T with your hands and your arms. And then you just kind of yep. squish
0: them together. Just squish them together. The backs of the wrist. Squish backs look, of look, the wrist. I'd say it looks like the Van Halen symbol. Yeah, it does right? look like the Van Halen, Van Halen With the backs of your hands, not the fronts, the backs. No, hmm. Not prayer position. Inverted prayer, position. Inverted prayer position. Yes. Yes. So the um, here's the deal. What will happen is, is if you've got carpal tunnel, mild, moderate, or severe, severe, um, the the deal is, is uh, it'll start to cause some pain, numb, tingling, uh, almost like a cold feeling into mm-hmm. the hands. Usually the thumb, the index finger, and a little bit of the middle finger. That's what the carpal tunnel symptom feels like, and that is called the phalens test with a p h phalens 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 not the jimmy phalens test the jimmy phalens test and <laughs> that is the indicator for carpal tunnel i use it in my office quite a bit it's a pretty good test and if you got some pain numbness tingling in your hands want to know if it's carpal tunnel that's a differentiating test <laughs> and that's the tip and trick interesting hey dr larry yes where can they find you you can listen to me live right here every thursday morning learn how to achieve a better back and better health or if you're ready to become a patient of mine because you're having a pain or problem i'm here to help the number is 906 875 3215. Have a good day, Adam. See you next week, everybody. That's right. Crystal
1: Chiropractic at Dr. Larry. 1342 U.S. Highway 2, right there in Chris Falls. Call 906 875 3215. You can also check out that website, which is crystalchiopracticpc.com. Open Monday through Thursday and most Fridays. And don't forget, tune in every Thursday right here in telephone time at 9.15 for a live Did You Know with Dr. Larry. Also, you got a question for the doc. Go on Thursday morning when you hear the cue. You can talk live with Dr. Larry. Listen to Dr. Larry's tips to achieve a better back and ultimately better health. All right, folks. Tell you what, it is right around 10 o'clock here on a Thursday morning. So... I'm going to give you your top of the hour news, and we shall return.